right. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, everyone, to Devori Darkens Live. How was your guys' this weekend? For some of you guys, uh, your week has already started, of course. But over here in America, we're just getting our week started. So hopefully you guys had a great weekend. Uh, I know I had one. Uh, so did my wife. Uh, but where do we want to start? First things first. Uh, this is being recorded. So if you want to go back and watch this, you absolutely can on YouTube and listen to it uh, on the podcast, which would be on Spotify, Google and Apple. It's just searching my name. That's how you can find it. Um, uh, also, we're live on TikTok. So for people joining me on TikTok, uh, you could definitely follow me and double tap the screen to get the likes up. Now, if you're just new and you've never listened to this before, you might be wondering, what is this all about? Because I, I commonly get that question. What is this? What is this about? Well, this show is about you. It's all about you and helping you uh, get what you want in your life. And there are a couple of ways that we approach that. Number one is uh, really getting you to find your purpose in life and start living that way. Uh, two is helping you think for yourself, meaning upgrading your mindset um, and then helping you take the right actions so you can get the outcomes that you want. Um, and so the show is about you. It really is. So when you're sitting there and you're wondering, okay, is this really going to work? Am, am I going to get something out of this? If you really want to get something out of this show, you absolutely can. Because every single day I get a DM, I get a comment on my profile that says, hey, this has changed my life. Uh, this has helped me so much. Um, you know, I'm thinking more positively. So yeah, this, this shows about you. It's going to help you. Okay. Now, where do we like to start? We like to start with the affirmation of the day. And that affirmation today would be, I am so grateful now that I choose to focus on the positive in my life. I choose to focus on the positive in my life. Now, I'll write this sometimes as I choose to focus on the good things in my life. You could write that too. So the affirmation again is, I'm so grateful uh, for choosing to focus on the good things in my life. I think I'd write it that way. That's much simpler. Now, I always explain why. Why would you write that down? Why would you repeat that self? Well, we become what we think about. And if you emotionally become very grateful for that statement, that's exactly the way you're going to feel. That's how you're going to think, and that's how you're going to behave. And that's what you'll be looking for. You'll be looking for the good things in your life. Now, what's pretty crazy is most people wake up in the morning and they're not looking for great things. They're looking for negative things. They want to be upset about something. And I'm here to tell you in today's show, life is not about looking to get upset about something. And furthermore, just because you don't understand, that still is not justification for you to be upset and express that anger towards other people. Uh, and this is really segueing into what the main topic is today. But in this affirmation of the day, I am so grateful that I choose to focus on the good things in my life. Um, it really is going to help you start training your mind to look for the good things. And the more good things that you see, the more good you're going to feel, right? The better you will feel 
the better your behavior is going to be. So I think you guys get that, um, use that, write it down, internalize it, accept it. Okay. So main topic, the main topic today is how do you turn negativity into positivity? There are three ways to do it. And I'm going to get into those three ways. Uh, and to really set the foundation here for the rest of the show, uh, I'm going to share a couple of stories that took place over this past weekend to give you guys some context to what's happening. And I think based on that, you guys are going to really uh, enjoy this show. Now, I believe someone said that they had a question. Let's see here. Where's the moderators? Okay. All right. Never mind. Cancel that. So over the weekend we had, or my wife, she uh, does, she has her own business. She sell, she sells uh, eco-friendly uh, and zero waste um, products. So for example, um, you know, a lot of people use paper towels in their kitchen. Well, she, she sells uh, reusable napkins that you can wash and dry and then reuse again. Uh, another example is uh, instead of going to the store and getting shampoo and bottles, she sells shampoo bars. Uh, and this is definitely more um, efficient and eco-friendly because um, when you go to the store and get uh, shampoo, you're really paying for water because most of it is water and not the actual. And then furthermore, the stuff in the store is made up of chemicals. And for some people, it's very toxic. They get reactions on their skin and stuff like that. So anyways, she's got non-toxic, organic, uh, clean uh, soaps that she sells. Um, and for people who are really curious by all that, um, her company is called Love of Earth Co. So Love of Earth Co. She has a TikTok. That's the name. You guys can go check that out. And she's uh, the moderator on in the chat on TikTok. So if you guys want to uh, check her out. You can. And I don't really see her in here for some reason. Let's see. All right. Anyways, so she has the, uh, well, let me text her, I guess, right now. Let's see what she says. Only because that way for people who are serious, you guys can go and, uh, look at her profile. So we'll see. Okay. There she is. Okay. So yeah, what we were just saying is your company name. So guys, if you guys want to check out her profile, she's the little earth uh, avatar right there in the chat box. You guys could go check that out. Um, and for people on YouTube, just search love of love of earth co all right now now that we got that out of the way um she had an event this past weekend um that um she does twice a year huge event it's a local um vendor farmers market slash festival event that they host here locally uh tons of people out there and she, primarily she sells her products online i mean it's just, it's crazy what she's doing online. But anyways, so she does the event in person because there's a lot of people. So we go there in person, right? 
we set up early in the morning. Now, what's early in the morning uh, for this event? Well, we live about 45 minutes away from where this event is located. So we had to get up uh, right before four o'clock, so like 3.50, and we had to drive over there uh, by five so we can start setting up the pop-up tent, the tables, the display, get all the products organized, things like that, offload, um, and um, we need time to set up, you know, because the event starts at eight o'clock. And this is not just any event. This is an event where they have hot air balloons. Uh, they've got tons of food. They've got all types of vendors. I mean, everybody in the community is coming out. And so this is a serious, this is a serious event. So you want to get there. You want to get set up. You want to be prepared. Um, you want it to be a success. Now get this, guys. So we get there. And the lady next to us is already upset. This lady was looking for something to be negative about that day. And you guys know what I'm talking about. You've, you, maybe you've done this yourself. Maybe you've been guilty of this, or you've been on the other side of this where someone was acting like this towards you, where they were just already upset. There's nothing you can do. They're looking for something that you're doing is wrong, and they want to talk about it. They want to highlight it. This was the attitude of this lady. Um, and this is, by the way, five in the morning, so when you really think about it, um, no one's got time for that. You want to be negative towards somebody at five in the morning. You're asking to be to, to have a conflict, right? You're asking for trouble. So anyways, um, we're setting up or whatever. And the people who run the show, they mark on the on the road where you're supposed to set up your pop up tent. And everybody's pop-up tent is next to each other. We're like shoulder to shoulder. There is no gap between each other. So, of course, um, our tent is going to touch the next tent. And the tent is going to touch the next tent. And we're all going to be very crammed in. So, this lady had to say a comment like, you know, oh, I think your guys' tent is on the line. Um, you know, I think you guys, you know, are a little too close. We can't do nothing about that, right? And then we also have to set up inside this tent the way my wife's display is. Uh, there's these walls that are called pegboards. Um, and you guys don't really have to know what that means. All you have to know is that these are walls where my wife will hang up her products, basically. And the legs to these walls um, were they cross over the line a little bit like we really have no choice in the matter and it's never been an issue but to this lady it was an issue because she was like well i don't want my customers to trip over your guys's legs and she was very like very snarky and 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 sassy with her responses and of course my wife who has zero patience for people who are negative um she was pretty straightforward with her and just told her, hey, you know, if it's a problem, just let me know. Um, you can always talk to me and we'll figure it out. You know, that was this is five in the morning and this is how my wife is responding, who has zero patience. Now, understand something. She's able to do that because she's been practicing what I'm going to talk about today. The three ways to turn negativity into positivity. She's been practicing this for years already. So for someone who has zero patience and empathy for people who are negative, for her at 5 a.m. in the morning, 
to respond to somebody that was so rude and snarky and negative. And this is a very important show. We're not here 5 a.m. in the morning setting this up for fun. We're here to, to make some big things happen. So anyways, the show goes on. This is a two-day show, Saturday and Sunday. The show goes on. And um, now this just so happens to be, because we're in California, where the it was hot. It was 99. It was 99 degrees. Um, and when you're standing out there all day under the sun, it gets it feels like it's 110 because there's not much shade. And throughout that whole weekend, we kept seeing people who were rude and upset and negative. And we're just sitting there like, man, why do so many people wake up in the morning choosing to be so negative about life when the fact that they're alive should be enough for them to be happy about? Because your life could be gone like that and you wouldn't you wouldn't see it coming. So why not be grateful, right? So anyways, we get to Sunday. We get to Sunday and um, it's about 30 minutes from tearing down, meaning the show is going to end. And when I say tear down, we can start putting away our products and boxing them up so we can get prepared to load, load up and leave. Well, 30 minutes prior to that, um, I start taking down um, this. uh, Basically, it was for shade. We have this thing that covers our tent from all sides um, for shade purposes. So I started taking it down. Now, in order for me to take it down, um, I had to go to the tent next to us and tell the lady, hey, I'm going to take this thing down. I just have to walk through your area one time. Um, and, I, and I let her know. I say, hey, I'm just going to walk through really quick. I just got to tear this down so I don't touch your products. And she's like, okay. And then I asked her, I say, hey, this is the same lady, mind you guys, that was negative um, in the morning. So I was like, hey, how, how'd your day go? Did, did, did you guys do good? And she's like, yeah, it was a good day. They, they sold a lot of products. Now, this lady, guys, and this is not comparisons or anything, but the reality is I've been owning businesses for quite some time. She's not selling anything that's life-changing, in my opinion. She's, it's a hobby for this type of person. They're just out there to make a little extra cash. These people don't really own businesses. They're not out there with an online store serving thousands of customers every month. That's not what they do. They're just out there because this is something they enjoy to do. Now, she didn't act like she enjoyed this, of course. So they're not really making any real money. But she said it was a good day. All right, cool. So I start tearing down this uh, this shade area. And then the show ends. And then I start tearing everything else down. And then all of a sudden, um, she's like, hey, um, you know, it was really disrespectful for you to walk in my private space. Now, I didn't really, I, because I'm a guy who's like, um, I don't really come across people that negative. So I, I can't even believe she said that. I was like, I had to sit there for a moment. I was like, wait, um, say that again? And she was like, well, you walked through my my personal space, um, you know, and it's a disrespectful to me and my customers. And I said, well, we're tearing down right now. Um, we can't, uh, there's no way to avoid me. I have to walk in your space in order to tear down. Just like I, you had to walk in our space and I had to walk in your space to set up, you know? So she just keeps repeating herself. Yeah, well, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. 
And I knew at that moment, I was not talking to someone who was looking for a solution. I knew I was talking to someone who just wanted to be right, wanted to be upset, that had this need to want to express this negativity, um, to project whatever's going on with her. I knew that's who I was dealing with. And this is why, guys, um, and I'm going to do a workshop on this um, in the future about communicating with confidence, um, that when we come into contact with people who are already in a negative mindset, we have to be the people or the person in that conversation who's in control of ourselves. Meaning anything that she was saying had nothing to do with me. And that's how I, that's how I always treat it. If someone's upset and negative and being angry towards you, it's got everything to do with them. Um, and that's how this conversation went. So anyways, I knew I was dealing with someone and I knew I wasn't going to be able to have this dialogue where we, we were going to find a common ground. So I just went there and I said, listen, so let me just ask you a question. Are you choosing to just be negative about everything? Like, why are you doing that? I point, point blank asked her, why are you doing that? And she couldn't answer, of course, but she went back to her original statement. Well, you're walking in my personal space and that's disrespectful. But I'm saying, but why does that mean so much to you? Why are you making it out to be bigger than what it is? Why does it, why are you acting so negative about it? And of course, she couldn't give me an answer. So then I knew for a fact, okay, this, this conversation is pretty much over because we're not, she's, she doesn't want to be positive. She just wants to be negative. That's it. She's all in. So I say, well, you know what? I just think the difference between me and you is I choose to think positively and you're choosing to think negatively. Do you see why that, that doesn't work? And of course, she looks at me dumb and stupid, like she doesn't know what I'm talking about, right? And I say, nobody's forcing you to be negative. Why do you? Why are you doing that? So what I'm doing, guys, is I'm not telling her anything. I'm hitting her with questions. Because when I hit her with questions, I know she went home yesterday thinking, like, man, that guy I ran into, um, not only did he not feed into my own negativity, but he asked me some questions that I may need to think about. I'm confident she's thinking about what happened yesterday because what she's used to is coming into contact with somebody and getting into, uh, into verbal altercations with them. Cause I know physically she's, she's short, she's overweight, she's upset. She's not, it's, no one's fighting that, that woman. And why that doesn't make any sense. Violence is not needed. But anyways, um, I just was hitting her with questions. Well, why do you think that way? Why are you choosing me negative? Why does it? Because again, guys, I'm not in that position and I don't have the time to deal with someone who has accepted the fact that they want to be negative, right? That isn't a, that's not a productive conversation. So anyways, I say, well, I asked her why again, and she just was like repeating herself. Well, you know, again, like I said, you know, you're, it's just you're being disrespectful. I said, well, if anything, I've been very respectful. Me and my wife have been very respectful. Um, we've been very uh, considerate of your space and, and your time since we've been at this show. If anything, you're the one that's been disrespectful because, you know, you keep choosing to make everything a problem. And this show is not about that. This show is for us to be successful and to help people and, and sell products. But you're over here complaining all the time. So, of course, you know what her and then so then I say, well, you know what? I think the bottom line here is that you're choosing to make this a negative thing. 
I'm choosing to make this a positive thing. And so that's what I'm going to give my energy to. And then, you know what she said? She said, well, you're giving, you're, you're giving me energy right now. And I said, no, I'm, she said, yeah, you're, you're giving energy, energy to me right now. And then I was like, okay, like I stated, I'm choosing to give energy to something positive and that's what it is moving forward. And then I walked off and that was the end of the conversation. And the, the thing about it, guys, is I didn't raise my voice. I didn't speak to her in a disrespectful tone. I spoke to her with confidence that number one, I'm a grown ass man and you're not going to sit there and just disrespect me and think I'm going to stand there. No, you're talking to a grown man. This is what it is. I'm moving on. You can either choose to be positive with me or you can be negative by yourself. That's it. That, that was the energy. And then we ended up tearing down. And you know what, you guys, guess this is crazy, right? Of course this happens. So 10 minutes later, the woman she came to the event with that was helping her sell the stuff came up to me and said, hey, sir, I just want to apologize for my friend. She's just been so negative this weekend. She's been snapping at me. She's been snapping at customers. She just finds something to complain about. And she says, I just want to apologize. I'm so sorry. I was like, yeah, no, I get it. The, the sun probably got to her head. It was probably too hot, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, we were just joking at that point. Um, very nice lady, by the way. Um, and guys, I'm telling you guys this story because there are going to be times in your life where you don't want to do certain things that really help you get what you want. So you, you attend these events to make money, but to get to the event in the first place, you have to do certain things that you really don't want to do, like wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning and then drive 45 minutes. No one really is looking to do that. But the point here is just because you don't want to do something that does not give you justification to be negative towards people. And this is exactly what that lady was doing. Now, I don't know where she came from. Like, I don't know if she was local or she had to drive like we did. But I can tell you the entire weekend was her being negative towards the people she came with, which was her friends, uh, customers, and even people that were other business owners just like her. Now, understand something, guys. If you want to know one of the biggest points to take away from this story so far is when your own friends are apologizing for your behavior, you know you have a mindset problem. Just think about what I just said. When your friends are having to go up to other individuals and apologize on your behalf because of your behavior, you do have a mindset problem. Absolutely. No one should have to apologize for your behavior. Like that shouldn't even have to happen, but it happens to people who are so stuck in a negative mindset. They're wrapped up in negativity. That's all they're ever focusing on. They're thinking about whatever it is in their mind that they don't like, that they don't want, and that leads to the negative thoughts. And this wasn't the only situation over that weekend where we saw this happen. Um, there was some other people next to us on the other side that accidentally uh, bumped their neighbor's 
uh, little display because again, guys, it's very, very cramped. Now I'm telling this story, um, but obviously if you were in person, you could understand what I'm saying. Now, the best way to visually picture what I'm saying is to think of the last time you went to a farmer's market. How close are the vendors to each other? Like when they set up, their tents are right next to each other, right? There's like no way to avoid that. So anyways, these people on the other side of us, they accidentally bumped into like this this little display that they had, which is, it was ridiculously close in my opinion. And I had actually bumped into it on accident early in the morning. But anyways, these people bumped into it on accident and there was a fight that took place over it. So there was a guy who runs the uh, tent where where his display got bumped. He got all upset. He was basically looking to get into a fight. He was looking for negativity. And this was his demeanor the entire time. He looked like he was ready for ready to blow. Like he wanted to have an argument and, and express his frustration on somebody. And it just so happened to be uh, his neighbor. And um, it was just unnecessary. You know, it just it just is unnecessary. And the thing about it, guys, um, these stories, you could say the same thing in your life. There may have been times where you've had someone who was negative like that. Maybe you were that negative person just wanting to be upset. Just wanting to find something to complain about. And here's the other thing. Where people really go wrong is when we get upset at something that we don't understand. And sometimes you don't need to understand. You don't need to know why. So Most of the time, that's not even your job. That really does not concern you. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, and you're going to go to the grave, you don't care why. But... People sometimes have this need to want to understand why something that they don't agree with is taking place. When a lot of times it doesn't warrant an understanding. Because at the end of the day, that line of thinking is not going to help that individual get what they want. When you're looking to be upset about something, it doesn't produce productive thoughts it does not help you think creatively and find solutions no you're on a low vibration you're not looking for solutions you're looking for more problems and when you're looking for more problems you will find them and that's what you're going to get in your life because for every action in the universe there is an opposite and equal reaction when you are looking for problems, that means you are sending negative energy out. Well, the opposite of that is receiving negative energy. And it's going to be equal to the amount of energy you sent out in the first place. So that lady who was so negative was sending out all this negative energy throughout the weekend. And what did she get back? More negative energy. And I know they didn't really make any money. I know they didn't. I know. So she spent this entire weekend barely making any cash to spend her time being upset in the hot sun. And by the way, the nerve of this woman 
She's sitting in the back of her tent, by the way, with this little AC fan. So she's sitting in shade with an AC fan and she's this upset. And of course, we don't have an AC fan. But I tell that story because, guys, it's a choice. You get to choose how you're going to respond to negativity. You get to choose. It's always your choice. No one can make you choose. This is this is your responsibility, 100%. And one of the fundamental things between people who are very successful and people who are not is successful people own that. They know that. They know they're the root cause. They know that. They look themselves in the mirror. But people who are not successful, they don't look in the mirror. They look at the environment. They look at other people. They look at the past, and that's what they look for, and that's what controls what they think. This is why you guys hear me say very often, you have to think your own truth regardless of appearances if you plan on getting what you want in your life. What does that mean? That means when I was speaking to that lady, I chose to think my own truth. What was my truth? My truth at that moment was, why don't I try to understand what got, what has this lady so ticked off? How can, I, how can I really challenge myself to leave this conversation better off than I found it? You know, how can I make sure that I stay in control, right? That was my truth in the entire conversation. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, by the way, I didn't even tell you guys this. The cherry on the top. Get this, guys. So the same lady that was disrespectful to my wife at 5 a.m. in the morning, the same lady that got disrespectful with me towards the end of the show, they were struggling. She was struggling to put her pop-up tent uh, or to collapse it um, and then put it in the bag that it comes in. Because for anyone who's ever done any shows or camping or anything like that, you know the pop-up tents come in a bag that you put in there, you zip up, right? And you can roll it away. Well, they were. she was having the, the toughest time uh, collapsing this thing. So what do I do? Because I'm waiting for the van to show up so I, we can load the stuff because the streets are just, they're packed at that point because everyone's trying to leave. Well, I go over there and I help her collapse the pop-up tent, put it back in the bag, zip it up, walk it over to her car, load it onto her car. So now she goes home in her mind thinking, this is the same guy I was disrespectful to and his wife, and this guy helped me put this tent in my car. Now, I don't expect anything in return. I don't do that because I expect anything in return. I want to always leave things better off than I found them. I want to make sure that I ended me and her communication with something positive, even if it was only me. And the lady was struggling. So, again, guys, this is called self-control. This is called thinking your own truth. If somebody was disrespectful to me and they were drowning in the pool, I'm going to jump in and save them. Why would I let someone drown? Because we know we've all had a day where we were that lady. We've had it once or twice in our life. I know I have. So for me, 
I know that lady was probably going through something. She's not thinking for herself. She's in total reaction mode. I'm not going to allow her attitude to be in control of the way I choose to live my life. And the way I choose to live my life is with positivity. If somebody is struggling right in front of me, I'm going to help them. And I don't care who you are and what you've done, even if you did it against me. So as we move towards the three ways that you can turn negativity into positivity, I hope that this story paints a very clear picture that, guys, you don't have to, um, you know, stoop to this low level of negativity that other people will have sometimes. You don't need to play their game. You do not need to allow them to control the way your day is going to go and how you're going to think. That you do have a choice to think your own truth. You do. And again, it's just about having a certain standard in your life. The standard that I choose to have in my life is a standard based on personal responsibility, uh, thinking my own truth, leaving things better off than I found them, um, doing everything I can to be better than I was yesterday. That's the standard. So I almost um, enjoyed that interaction with her because it was an opportunity for me to practice what I've been studying, what I've been learning, and what I've been teaching other people to do. So this leads me to the very first way to turn negativity into positivity. Instead of looking at a negative situation and getting upset about it, immediately tell yourself, this is not a challenge, it's not an obstacle, it's not a problem. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for me. That's what you got to tell yourself. This is the first way to turn anything that's negative going on in your life into a positive by just saying, you know what? This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to get better in this area. This is an opportunity for me to be more patient in this area. This is an opportunity for me to understand a little bit more. This is an opportunity for me to really learn self-control and to lead people and to be confident in myself. This is an opportunity for me to walk the talk that I've been saying to people that I, I like to live my life. Because, see, there's a lot of people who go on social media. They put up the inspiring quotes. They go to church on Sundays. They're the nicest people you meet. And then all of a sudden on Monday, they're back to being negative again. No, that's not what we want to do. What we want to do is practice what we've been studying, what we've been learning to actually implement it into our lives. And the way that you can start doing that when a negative situation happens is understanding there's an opportunity here. And you get to choose what the opportunity is because there's always an abundance of opportunities in every situation. But you get to choose what that opportunity is. Just like you get to say, all right, well, I'm watching this show today. There's an opportunity for me to get better in my life. Right? You could choose to believe that. And that's a choice that you got to make. And that's what I was doing. Hey, this is the opportunity for me to really apply what I've been learning. Okay, let's get it. Let's go. Because the reality is, you do not get healthy sitting on the couch. You have to face some level of resistance to strengthen your muscles. We all know this. It's just like you can't get to the mountaintop without resistance. You don't 
guy you, you don't fly to the mountaintop so to speak you don't just easily get there you like you face resistance like when you're hiking up the mountain there's going to be a lot of resistance because of how steep it is right so resistance is not always a bad thing according to this conversation today when you go to the gym resistance is not a bad thing that's actually what you want. That resistance makes you stronger. So when you come into contact with negative people or a negative situation and there's resistance, don't look at it as a negative thing. Look at it as an opportunity to get stronger in your responses, in your self-control, your attitude, uh, the way you like to handle things. Opportunity. And opportunity is empowering. It's optimistic. It's positive. Okay. Uh, problem is, you know, you're thinking negatively, right? So uh, the first way to turn negativity into positivity is look for the opportunity. Now, what's the second way? Uh, the second way is to think about yourself. Meaning, kind of goes back to what I was saying was, what's your standard in your life? What rules do you live by? The second way to turn any negativity into a positive, a positive um, is to look for the good in that situation. This is why I was saying opportunity, but really look for the good. Because there's a standard that you want to live by in your life. What is that standard? Is your standard where you like reacting to everything emotionally and allowing things to control you? Is your standard that you have no self-control? Is your standard that you're triggered easily? Or do you have a standard where you're very confident, you're calm, you're poised, you're relaxed? Um, you need to get very clear on what your standard is. Because when you're looking to turn any negative thing into a positive, all you need to do is reference what your standards are. Again, my standards in life is I choose not to waste energy on being negative because it doesn't get me anywhere. It doesn't. So that's a standard that I love living by, and that's what you should do. What is your standard for the way that you live your life? And is that standard helping you get to where you want to go? That's a follow-up question to that. Because you may say, well, Devore, I, I, I uh, you know, my standard is to be positive. Okay. But are you really positive, though? Or are you just saying that? Do you really, do you really live up to your standards? Right? Do you really do that? So that, that's the second way. Now, the third way, which is my favorite, and really uh, what, what I did when the lady was struggling with her pop-up tent uh, is the impression of increase. You, you could turn any negativity into a positivity by exercising the impression of increase, leaving things better off than you found them.
leaving people better off than you found them. Meaning when people come into contact with you, when situations occur, you leave them better off than you found them. That's what it's about. So this lady was super negative from the jump. When we came into contact with her, she was negative. But when we left that event, we left her, well, I provided increase into her life. Whether she was receptive of it, doesn't matter. What matters is I know walking away, I did my part and left things better off than I found them. I helped her get her tent to her car. I did that. And why? Why would you want to do that? Why do you want to leave things better off than you found them? It goes back to what I was saying. There is a law in the universe for every action there is an opposite and equal reaction. So the action of you leaving things better off than you found them, you must receive that same energy where you'll be left better off than you've been found. It just has to happen. This, this is why we've heard statements like givers gain. When you give more of yourself to the world, to your family, to your friends, to your job, to your career, your business, you can only receive that same level of energy back. It's not always just physical actions. It's your emotions. It's your attitude. It's the words that you choose to say. All of that. The impression of increase, leaving things better off than you found them. And the reason why people fail to do this is because they allow what they found to be in control of their mindset, meaning they allow the other individual to control the way they're going to think. I did not allow this lady to do that. And I didn't, I didn't leave the conversation being upset and then having a bad attitude for the rest of the day. I didn't do that. So it, it allowed me to leave her with the impression of increase. It allowed me to step in when she was struggling to actually help her because I wasn't holding any resentment towards her. So, you know, this whole impression of increase might be the most powerful idea you've ever heard because if you, no matter what room you enter, always make people feel better because you were in it, you'll always be remembered. Because, see, people don't really remember uh, what you did. They just remember how they felt when they were around you. That's what people remember. They remember how you made them feel. So you want to take that into consideration when you're interacting with others and you may have to work in an office or you have children, you have a family. It's the same thing. Are you leaving your child with the impressive increase? Are you highlighting the good things that they are doing? Or are you only highlighting the negative things? Because that's what some parents do. They only give energy and they only talk about negative things that their child is doing. They don't want to seem to talk about what they're doing great or what they're doing good in. So what is a child here that they're negative? That's all they do. So they just keep repeating the behavior. The impression of increase, guys. You want to always, this is why I gave you. Number two is you want to have standards 
in the way that you live. And you use those standards as a way to make sure that any time that something negative happens, that immediately you're looking for the good in it because that is your standard. That is the way that you live your life. Well, by doing that, that truly helps you make sure that you lead people with the impression of increase. Because what you put out is what you're going to get back. And there's no in-betweens, there's no what-ifs. That is a law that happens for everyone, everywhere, all the time. But as I go through these things, you've got to ask yourself this question. Am I doing this? Are you actually applying what we've been saying today? Are you still allowing people and situations to get you so riled up? Like this isn't high school anymore. We're adults. And we should not be allowing our outside circumstances, our appearances, our environment to dominate our thoughts and our mindset and our emotions because that controls the actions that we take. So it's truly a gift. Um, When you start getting in control of yourself, you'll start learning more about what you really have the capability to do differently in your life. Every one of you guys can do exactly what I described today. Every one of you guys can be able to be in a position mentally where when you go in a con or when you come into contact with somebody and they're so negative, they're caught up in their own stuff. You can literally be in a place mentally where that doesn't really matter to you. It, it doesn't, doesn't really get you down. It doesn't really have any effect on you. Um, you're very neutral with them. You can get yourself to that point, but it's going to take you applying uh, what we've been talking about in the show today. For example, pressure of increase. Um, also telling yourself there's an opportunity there. Having a standard for the way that you live. But also all the other principles we talk about um, from these different shows. From these different episodes. So... This is why Wallace D. Waddle says it best. You do not become successful by doing certain things. You become successful by doing things in a certain way. The certain way is thinking your own truth regardless of appearances. The certain way is having gratitude in your life, being grateful for the opportunity to even wake up, being grateful for the relationship you do have. Be grateful that you have a business or you have a job or you have money, you have a place to stay. Living with gratitude is by far one of the most powerful things you could ever do in your life. That is acting in a certain way when you're living from gratitude. Leaving people with the impression of increase is leaving people or is doing things in a certain way. Again, you do not become successful by doing certain things. You become successful by doing things in a certain way. Certain way is Gratitude, impression of increase, thinking your own truth, staying productive, being better than you were yesterday, looking at things as a, from the point of view of opportunity, learning and applying what you're learning, understanding these laws that what you put out is what you're going to get back. 
and thinking from that place before you make decisions. This is what it means to act in a certain way. And this is why there was probably someone at that same show selling similar products that she was selling. But I guarantee that person had a better attitude and made more money than she did. Because that lady with the positive attitude is acting in a certain way. And the other one is not. So guys, it's not strategy that really helps you win in life. It's the mindset behind these strategies. It's your energy. It's your attitude. It's the way you carry yourself. Meaning it's the energy you bring to your life. If you're bringing negative energy to your life, you're not going to get positive results. You're going to get negative results. So again, to, if you, to be successful in life, it's not about doing certain things. It's about doing things in a certain way. And this is why we want to understand the three ways to turn positive or to turn negativity into positivity, because that is an example of acting in a certain way. All right. Uh, let's look at some questions that we got today. And as a heads up, if you guys want to call into the show, you can head right over to YouTube and hit the link in the chat box there. So the phone lines are open and they're jumping. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And I'm going to do a workshop on communicating with confidence, guys, because the other problem that I see people run into in what I said today about how to respond with positivity is you're not confident enough. You need to be confident within yourself that whatever situation you find yourself in, that you can get out of that situation without being damaged emotionally. That's going to take some confidence. That's going to take understanding how to communicate with people. So I think I'm going to do a workshop on that. I got it down on the workshops to do, which are plenty of them. But I think that's at the top of the list. Yeah. And see, guys, the, the other part of turning negativity into positive, especially when we're dealing with others, communication is everything. We cannot communicate with our emotions. When you do that, you're in trouble. Especially, I'm talking about when your emotions are negative, it's over. There is no conversation at that point. That's what the lady wanted me to do. She wanted me to get all emotional and negative and scream and yell at her. That's what she wanted. That's what she's used to. She's used to the negative going back and forth. Some people crave this energy. They want that because they have become very comfortable uh, to live in their life that way. But that doesn't mean you have to do that. That doesn't mean you have to do that. Let me read this and then I'll get to your guys' questions. Uh, let's see here. Where's that? There we go. This is from Earl Nightingale. It's from The Strangest Secret 
which is uh, an audio that you can listen to on YouTube. And there's an actual book that um, you can buy on Amazon. He says, you see, the very law that gives us success is a two-edged sword. We must control our thinking. The same rule that can lead a man to a life of success, wealth, happiness, and all things he ever dreamed of for himself and his family, that very same law can lead him into the gutter. It's all in how he uses it, for good or for bad. That is the strangest secret in the world. This lady chose to use her faculties to be negative, to have a negative weekend. That's what she chose to do. I and my wife, we chose to do the opposite. My wife and I, we chose to do the opposite because we want to live a life of happiness and wealth and success and prosperity and abundance. And you can't experience those things when you're negative. You just can't. Let me read this again for the people in the back. You see, the very law that gives us success is a two-edged sword. We must control our thinking. The same rule that can lead a person to a life of success, wealth, happiness, and all things they've ever dreamed of for themselves and their family, that very same law can lead them into the gutter. It's all in how they use it, for good or for bad. That is the strangest secret in the world. It's a secret because most people don't see life this way. They only see circumstances, they see results, they see the environment, and they wrap that under one word, blame. They blame the outside world for why their inside world is upside down. That's what they do. I'm upset because of what those people over there are doing. I'm upset because so-and-so said this to me last week. They're using the law against themselves. That law is... We become what we think about. What we emotionally get involved in with repetition is who we're going to become. Very, very, uh, one of the best, I would say, uh, I agree with Bob Proctor on this. One of the best uh, philosophies or audio broadcasts that you'll ever listen to. For sure. All right. And if you don't know who Earl Nightingale is, he was mentored by Napoleon Hill, by the way. Uh, and you could say his company is the founding fathers of personal development. I think that's the best way to put it. All right. We've got a question on YouTube here. Do you... Hold on. Let me get there. Do you have any suggestions for when your 3D is triggered, is triggering you, but you want to stay persistent to your manifestation? Your 3D is not triggering you. You are allowing to be triggered. You're choosing to get triggered. I was just going over that. This lady is negative and upset. She didn't get me triggered. She didn't get my wife triggered. Because when you get triggered, that's something... The, there's only, the only reason why anybody ever gets triggered is because they have a limiting belief inside. So they're the ones really triggering themselves because they haven't gotten rid of the limiting belief. Like, I don't believe, and neither does my wife, we don't believe we need to explain things to people who, who definitely don't want to understand. Um, I don't believe I need to get into a fight to prove anything. I, I don't believe in that stuff. But there are people who do. There are people who believe that if that lady's disrespectful, 
she just broke the law and we should beat her up. People do believe that. So they get triggered easily. Um, so it's if you're being triggered, that means you're operating with a limiting belief about something. That's why we get triggered. Because we, we have a belief in our subconscious mind that's negative. And when a situation happens um, that is in harmony with that negativity, it's going to trigger it. And you're going to start feeling all crazy about it. And your reactions are not going to be what you want them to be. The basic example to this, guys, is money. When people have limiting beliefs around money, they get triggered when it comes to money. If, if money was borrowed, you know, or, or uh, something um, is uh, being priced at a high amount, they get triggered over that. You know, or, um, you know, the whole oh, money don't grow on trees, right? They're thinking they, they have limiting beliefs from a place of lack and scarcity around money. There is no shortage of money in this world, people. As quick as you can lose money, you can make it back. That's what people don't get. All right. Let's get you guys on YouTube. The people on TikTok, let's let's uh, hook you guys up here. Oh, sorry about that. All right. I think we're ready to go there we go okay so now we're going to be answering questions from tiktok all right so terry um more than likely uh it's in your spam and uh, all you have to do, if you if you don't see it in your spam, then just send me a private message and I will uh, get your email address from you and then go hit the reset password button for you. And then you should get an email. All right. Um, so, yeah, just do that and I'll take care of you. Yeah, I was not having it with this lady. Attitude was so unnecessary. Yeah, you, you know, guys, I'm telling you, um, she's lucky that me and my wife were nice people. As she came into contact with someone who was also negative, that would have been a fight. She would have got slapped up that day, for sure. I mean, that's how negative she was. I could see how other people would have actually got into a physical altercation with her. Because she was really that aggressive. She was really that negative. It was, it was quite. And when I walked away, I was thinking, ma'am, where's her husband at? Where's your husband? You're out here being so negative and then you're disrespecting a grown ass man. Where's your husband at? Now, I like to think she probably doesn't have one with that attitude. I'm just saying. I'm going to stop it and put it right there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we should have recorded it. <laughs> it was one of those situations.
Yeah, and she had a friend with her. Her friend was nice, but her friend couldn't tell her anything either. You know? Yeah, I mean, when we're negative towards other people, it's really coming from inside. We're negative towards ourselves. So you're spot on about that, Anthony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, and the other thing I was telling my wife is like, like, okay, let me bring this full screen. Let me give you guys, let me, what do they say? Let me pull the curtain back so you guys understand who you're dealing with when I do these shows. Who is Devori Darkens? Guys, I spend every single day studying exactly what I tell you guys to do. When I say studying, I literally have books on my desk. I read them. I underline them. I go back and I reread them again. And then I apply it in my life. And then I teach my clients to do the same thing. And then I hold them accountable. It's a never-ending cycle. Five years at this. So for me, um, not only do I enjoy being challenged when negativity takes place, but one of the my standard of living is I don't tell anybody to do anything that I'm not doing myself. Like, I don't come on here and say, hey, guys, you want to make a million dollars in 30 days? I haven't made a million dollars in 30 days yet. Why would I talk about that? I'm talking about things that the, the way that I live my life, things that I'm actually doing. This is the, the, what I talk about is how I live. I stay in my lane. So this lady is just one of many people that I enjoyed the interaction because it was an opportunity for me to live what I teach. And that's how you want to live your life. Don't be the person who does all the talking and doesn't do anything. Don't do that. There's plenty of people who say what they're going to do and not enough people doing what they said they were going to do. Be a doer, not a talker. Really embrace that mindset. Step into that type of energy. You know what? I'm going to go do this. I don't need to explain it to anybody. I don't need any approval. I'm going to do it. I'm going to live this way. And that's how I am. So, guys, for me, um, I've been at this. I put in so many hours of this stuff. It's repetition. It's repetition. But you guys can accomplish the same thing in your life. So you don't take people's bad attitude personally? No. No, I don't. That's a mistake, actually. This is a great book on this, The Four Agreements. Don't take anything personally. We have to understand. Let's break it, let's break it down this way. Why should you not take people's bad attitude personally? Well, why do bad attitudes happen in the first place? Because that individual is operating from a place of ignorance. They don't know what they don't know. When you don't know what you don't know, you're more likely to have thoughts based on doubt and worry. You're thinking negatively. You're thinking negative concepts, negative ideas, because you're operating from a place of ignorance. Those negative ideas, because they're dominating your mind, well, what happens? Emotionally, you start having fear. Fear of these worst case scenarios. 
That leads to a change in your behavior and your body language. This is why people have bad attitudes. They're operating from a place of ignorance. They're not thinking for themselves. Something happened in their in their environment because they're ignorant and they don't know how to think for themselves. They immediately go to doubt and worry. And they get negative. So why would you take that personally? Why would you choose to argue with a fool? You're not going to win an argument with someone who doesn't is not looking for a solution. There is no win in that type of argument. There really isn't. And I would say also <laughs> arguments are very unnecessary. I, I'm not saying you're not going to have them because we all do. But I think for that lady that I came into contact with, she probably has an argument every day. That's what I mean when I say it's unnecessary. So again, why would I take anything personal? It's like, for example, um, if you were getting gas at the gas station one day and a crackhead ran up on your car, tried to take your wallet and punched you, would you really take that personal? Wouldn't you in the end understand that this person's on drugs? There's nothing that could have stopped them. They're out of their mind. They're not thinking clearly. Right? It's not like your best friend came up on you, stole your wallet, and punched you in the face. Right? So, no. Taking it personal, no. That's the worst thing to do. And it's exactly what the comment says out there. Don't feed into negativity. Because what you give your energy to, that's what's going to blow up in your face. This is why perspective is everything. Yeah, it depends on how you look at it. The famous quote that everybody knows. Everybody knows this quote. But how many people truly understand this? If you change the way you see things, the things you see will change. So if you change your perspective on what's happening around you and your life, what you're looking at will start to change right in front of your eyes. So for some people, what they saw this weekend was negativity. But what we saw was abundance. We saw more money. We saw more clients. We saw success. And by the way, if you're a business owner out there, and let me go full screen with this because this needs to be said to some of you guys because I've come across quite a few business owners that are doing this. If you're a business owner waking up in the morning and you've got a bad attitude about the market, you've got a bad attitude about your clients, you got a bad attitude about your employees, you need to wake up. Because you're acting like that lady I was describing. You're choosing to look at something negative. And what you focus on, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's the energy you're sending out. And that's why the money is not changing. Or you continue to have the same problems over and over and over again. Why? Because that's what you focus on. Problems. You're not focusing on solutions. You're not focusing on gratitude, abundance, creative thinking. Again, your business is only going to be as successful as you are. Your business goes in the direction that your energy goes. So if your energy is, oh, here we go again. This didn't work. 
This is not, I'm struggling here. That's what your energy, that's what your business is going to be about. That's what your life is going to be about. That's what your relationships are going to be about because that's the way you speak about things. This is why it's very important to be very intelligent with the way that you describe your life. If you're describing your life with a bunch of I can'ts, I don't like this, I hate this, here we go again, I'm struggling here, I always do this wrong, that's exactly what's going to happen. What's an effective way to plan and structure your goals? An effective way to plan and structure your goals is to first know what your purpose in life is. What is your purpose right now? Your purpose is part of the goals that you set in your life. The problem and the mistake that everybody makes is they set goals that are not really based on what they're really passionate about. It's not authentic to them. It's not what they really want in their heart of hearts. It's something they rationally and logically think that they want because of what others are doing or what others have said that they should do. So the first step to setting the right goals in your life is to get very clear on what your purpose is. And once you know what your purpose in life is, then you can create a vision around that purpose. Meaning, what are you going to do to start fulfilling this purpose? Then from there, you set your first goal. So I also, I also say it this way. Um, purpose is your why. The vision for your life is the what. And your goal is the where. Where are you going first? Went to the store yesterday and the cashier was not nice. But when I left, she said, thanks. Have a nice day. Yeah. That's it. And also, you'll come across people, guys, who want to be happy, but their facial expressions say otherwise. Um, maybe they just had a rude customer, and so they're still processing that. Um, it doesn't always mean these people are, are um, looking to express their negativity towards you. You know, that's why you should always want to use impression of increase. Exactly. I've started not allowing my wife to control my emotions, but feeling separation from, is that natural? You're going to have to give me some more context in that. I, I don't really understand exactly what you're asking. So please rephrase that. Um... I listened for two hours after work about how my granddaughter's day went at school and at work. Yep. Yep. Gratitude is a big one. Otherwise, things get taken for granted. Absolutely. Steve Harvey says every morning he reads a list of 60 things he has gratitude for. Yeah. I think I've already had a show on gratitude. I don't think I have, but a gratitude is the most underrated thing you can that exists in today's world. There's no question. People just do not have gratitude, and it's 
probably one of the most powerful exercises and ways of living your life that there is. Um, because gratitude immediately changes your attitude. Uh, it immediately will make you feel joy, love, and happiness. That's the type of emotions you want to dominantly have in your life. Doesn't mean you're not going to get upset, but majority of the time, you want to be living your life from a place of joy, love, and happiness. Gratitude will always get you there. For the parents in the room, you're very grateful for your child. If I said, hey, what are five things that you really love about your kid? You're going to become super grateful and you're going to start lighting up and smiling and almost probably going to cry because it feels good. It's something you're really grateful for. Um, yeah, so gratitude is really important. I love this, but imagining doing it makes me feel tired. Well, that's what you are thinking about. You're thinking about how much work this may be. Well, that's not what you should be doing. That's not what you should be doing. You see, that's another example, guys, of how someone thinks about what they want, but from a negative point of view. I want to be more positive, but man, this is going to take some work. That's negative. Oh, I really want to do this, but it's really challenging. Uh, I want to be more positive, but it's hard, Devori. That's a negative attitude. That does not feel empowering. That, that feels disempowering. That, that's a decrease. Why not just say, you know what? I want to be more positive, and I'm learning how to do that. And I'm getting better at it. That's empowering. I'm thinking about what you're saying, Devori, and I could see the abundance of opportunities out there for me if I start thinking this way. All right? It's a different attitude, guys. The different attitude gets you different results, outcomes. I love your lives. Thank you for your continued effort and impact. Thank you for always participating and showing up as well. Success is 80% psychological and 20% is physical. Yeah. What about the times where you slip and don't respond in the best way you could have? I let it go. I forgive myself and I let it go. Short-term memory. Short-term memory. After, of course, I see what I need to learn and what I need to get better in. But then after that, it's gone. It's thrown in the trash. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. See, that's how I've been practicing this so much. I, I have already forgotten. I know there was a situation that I had. I don't know if I went to a business or the store or something happened. And I don't quite remember um yeah i've already forgotten it um oh here's a good one um sometimes i'll be talking with people this doesn't happen this is a rare occasion um especially in the past 
where I was talking with a potential client and they wanted to work with me and then all of a sudden they switched up. And I remember in the past, I would not respond in the right way. Um, especially in the beginning, I'd, I'd actually take it personal because I wanted to help them so bad. I, I actually thought it was disrespectful <laughs> that they didn't want to do the program. Well, obviously that's stupid to think that way, that that's not good. Um, so I don't do that obviously today, but, uh, I had to learn from those situations, um, cause they're learning lessons. So I had to, I had to say, oh, okay, well, um, that means I, I need to work on my, my attitude. Cause why would I get upset if someone doesn't want to improve their life? That's got no impact on me. Someone will, right? I, I didn't, I didn't have the right attitude. So I had to work on that. And, um, yeah, so you're going to slip up every now and then that's fine. It's how you respond from that. That really matters. That's what really matters. That's what tells the story. The six most important actions, do you keep them the same or change them as long as they are aligned? I change them based on priorities. <clears throat> That's what you're really writing down. The six most important actions are really the six most important priorities. What, what is the most important action that I should be taking to accomplish my goal today? That's what it is. So let's say your goal is to launch a business December 1st. Well, maybe today, the six most important actions today is to get the LLC, uh, get the domain name registered, research the products, uh, come up or look for a person who can do a logo and graphic designing. Um, but maybe... You split it in half, three for personal, three for business. So maybe the first three for your business are just, hey, I got to get my LLC. I got to figure out my domain and get my logo going. Then personally, I got to cook dinner for the kids today. Uh, I got to have that conversation with my husband um, and I need to call my sister. Very important, right? These are things that mean the most to you. And then tomorrow or towards the end of the day, you'll know what you got done. So let's say you didn't get the logo part done, then you'll just carry that over to the very next day. Guys, what are we talking about for people who are unaware? We're talking about, um, there's a journal that you guys receive when you get the Purpose Blueprint course. Uh, in that Purpose Blueprint course, you it comes with a daily journal. In that journal, um, there's a section for you to write down your most important actions you're going to complete tomorrow. And uh, hold on. There we go. So, for example, this is what that looks like. Six most important actions. Sometimes I cap it at three. It just depends on what I got going on. Um, what are the three most important actions I got to take today? And usually they're separated by uh, business and personal. All right, moving on. And if you guys want that, that's obviously uh, 
in my profile, the purpose blueprint. Time do you start your lives every day? 8 a.m. California time. <laughs> we have a saying in our house, money can be made. Don't worry. Exactly. Uh, send me a, send me a DM, the real ZB zero, send me a DM and I can ship you the hard copy. You'll have to obviously pay for the shipping, but, uh, we could figure it out. Um, I don't have it publicly available for people, but I, I need to. A lot of great comments today. Yeah, and there's the other thing I like I've learned too, guys, is that everything just is. It's our thinking that makes it good or bad. Nothing is really small or big, bad or good. It's our thinking that makes it that. <laughs> So you can choose, and this is why we were reading in The Strangest Secret. When people close to me do bad things to me, it hurts. So how do I overcome this? Well, why are you around those individuals to begin with? Who are they exactly? Beth, if you can answer that question, I'll, I can help you. But I need more information than that. Who, who are these individuals exactly? Is this your children? Is this your husband? Um, is this your mom? Is this your coworkers? Your friends? Who are these people that you say are doing bad to you and it hurts and you want to know how to overcome it? Who are those people exactly? That question is for Beth underscore L-E-H-E-M-M. -M. Let us know.
Um, Yeah, I'm not too sure if you're directing that comment towards me, detailed Karma95. But for people who believe it's hard to find a purpose in life, you are correct. It is hard because that's what you believe. When we choose to accept the idea that this is going to be hard, that's what we invite into our life. That's what we set ourselves up to receive. The thing about it, guys, is you're not trained to find your purpose in life. I am. I coach people every single day who come to me and say, Devori, I can't find my purpose, man. I don't have one. You know, this this is hard to do. I have just within 30 minutes of talking to this individual, they know what their purpose is. So it's hard for individuals who are not actually looking for solutions and working with experts who already know. Now, for some people, is it a challenge, meaning they may not be in a position today to see it for themselves? Yeah. But to actually discover it is very easy to do. The thing about it is so many people are programmed not to see it from that point of view. That's why there's this great uh, story, and, and also it's a saying that we're all sitting on an acre of diamonds, meaning we already have the answers. They're all inside. What we want to look to do is ask ourselves intelligent questions that brings the answer outside so we can see it. But to start asking intelligent questions takes a person to get out of a negative mindset and start focusing on what they want. Yes, I'm now catching up. That is correct. I don't stop and read comments throughout the show. There's there's a certain way that I run this show. The first part is me actually teaching, educating, and helping people get results. Then I go into answering questions. Well, now that my emotions are not controlled by her, I care about her less and me more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where you're going with that, Anthony Fairchild 72. I really don't I don't know where you're going, but all I can tell you is at the end of the day, um you are responsible for the way that you react or respond to things. And she is equally responsible to how she chooses to react and respond to things. That's the bottom line. Yep, sometimes people don't want the answer, but ask anyway. That's very true. Some people don't want the answer. You see, their paradigm doesn't want the answer, but the desire in them wants the answer. 
See, there's a duality in life. There's always this person inside of us who wants to grow, step outside the comfort zone, uh, accomplish these dreams and these fantasies, and just live an abundant life. Then there's the other opposite side of that where it's our conditioning, our limiting beliefs, or our belief system, really, our habits, our perceptions, the way we've been programmed to see the world, that's on autopilot in our subconscious mind. It's called a paradigm. A paradigm is just a multitude of ideas that are fixed in your subconscious mind that controls your behavior. Your paradigm does not want you to change. It wants to stay the same. And that's the way that it operates. It operates autopilot. Once the autopilot is set, that's what it's going to execute until the system has been changed or the programming has been changed. And so you have this duality of life where you wake up in the morning and that programming part of you doesn't want you to change, doesn't want you to, to step outside your comfort zone, but that desire, the real you, wants to. And whichever side of you that you give your energy to is what's going to really decide the course of your life. Thing is, your situation is better than some. Oh, what does that mean? Your situation is better than some. That comment alone, I don't even need an explanation. People who say that, what are they doing? They're looking for a reason outside of themselves to justify their behavior and why things are the way that they are. They don't want to take any responsibility. Well, you know, Johnny, he has better parents than I did. That's why he's more successful than me. No, it's not. It's not. The reason why you're not getting what you want in your life is because the way you've been playing the cards that you've been dealt. That's why. We're all playing the same game here. We're all subject to the same rules, the same laws. The energy we put out is what we get back. That's it. All right. Let's see here. We have quite a few comments. Yeah. I, I think the part of Nessie 2010 doesn't understand is, guys, I'm I'm the person that you don't want to come to his live and say things like that because I have no sympathy for you. My parents were drug addicts. I was molested by my cousin when I was a child. I was an only child. I was adopted. I was the only black kid in my school for many, many years. Then my mother got breast cancer, sent me to Texas. Then I went to a school that was 99% black. Still didn't feel like I, I, I fit in because I was from California. Then I came back to California. Mom passed away, joined the military. I've been on my own since then, guys. Don't come onto my live and tell me why something's hard. Don't want to hear it. Because you are the person that's choosing to think that way. 
I know exactly what I'm talking about because I thought the same way in my 20s. Life is hard. This is not fair. Why did God do this to me? People don't understand me. Why did I have to be black? People look at me weird. They treat me differently. Why, why, why? I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. And what outcomes and results did I get by thinking that way? More victim results. When I started to learn that it's not about the cards you've been dealt, but the way that you play them, that's when I started winning in my life. Again, it's not even how you start. It's how you're going to finish the game. How are you going to finish your life? Playing as a victim or thinking like a winner? Like a winner, like a winner's mindset is not thinking about how hard something is. They're only thinking about how they can do it, how they can get it, how they can make it happen. They're thinking about the possibilities, the opportunities. That's what they're thinking about. I don't want to give any energy to thinking about how hard something is going to be because that is not a productive thought. That is not a thought that makes a person feel empowered. That's not a thought that moves someone into action. So trying to compare your life to mine, trying to compare yourself to this other person, trying to say something else, you're wasting your energy doing that. That's what I did in my 20s. I wasted energy thinking about why did my parents have to be drug addicts? Why did they leave me in the hospital like that? Why did my father drop me off and never came back? Why was I passed around? Why was I, guys, waste of energy. Oh, you know, guys, I went to an all-white school. There was kids rolling up in their in their Benzes, in their Mercedes, in their Hummers, their luxury cars. I used to be like, man, they had that because they're white and, and because they, they had better circumstances than me. They were dealt better cards, so that's why they're happy and I'm not. That is not the truth. It's I chose to see things with that perception. I chose to look at things from a negative lens. Because I was ignorant. Didn't know what I didn't know. Those same exact people that I used to look up to and envy. I'm These, these people are, are not living a happy life today. Let's just say that. And I get to wake up every morning, make a lot of money, help so many different people all over the world, do exactly what I love. I'm damn good at it. And I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. So, guys, the bottom line is, you want to make things hard? Go ahead. You have a choice to do that. But things don't have to be as hard as you think they are. Was it hard for me to get to where I am today? When I look back now with the understanding that I have today? No, not really. What was harder was living a life thinking like a victim. That's hard to do. Because that's draining. That drains your energy. It drains your relationships. It prevents you from becoming successful. It makes you live in a mindset based on fear, lack, and scarcity. That is energy draining. I don't think there's anything harder than that. That's a mental prison. To go out there and live the life that you want compared to living a life that you hate, there's no comparison. The energy is different. It just is. But at this point, guys, that's how I, that's my belief system. Other people don't have the same belief system I do, and that's their choice. 
All right, we're getting to the end. I'm going to have to wrap up in the next uh, five minutes here. So let me breeze through these. I was just watching your video that says you start figuring out your purpose, passion, legacy. My job is extremely demanding and causes me stress. I want to look at it more positively. Your job is not causing your stress. You are causing yourself to become stressed because of the way that you are responding or reacting to your job. That's just it. When you change your energy and the attitude towards your job and you figure out why you're working there in the first place and where is this job taking you, your mindset around your job will change. Most people struggle in their job and start to hate their job because their job isn't serving a purpose, like one that's meaningful. So for example, if you knew you were going to start a business and you needed $10,000 and you knew that all you needed to do was work six more months to get to $10,000, you'd be very happy showing up to work every day because now your job is serving a purpose that's helping you get to where you want to go in life. The problem is people are working somewhere. They don't even know where they're going in life. It's not the job. It's you. I'm going to skip over these comments because, yeah. Well, listen, if they're close friends, you need to cut them off. You need to remove yourself from them because they're not providing increase. They're not providing value. You need to move on. There are There is no shortage of friends out there that are a great fit for you and what you're trying to accomplish in your life. You have to understand that. And in order to get those type of people into your life, you have to make space for them. How do you make space for better people in your life? You get rid of the people who are not providing any value for your life. That's what you do. Your calling in life is the thing you love to do. The thing you love to do. Well, if you love singing... And you love entrepreneurship, being a singer, you could be an entrepreneur as a singer. You could create your own songs and your own music and sell those to film companies and TV shows and have people license your music. You'll make money doing that. Yeah. Guys, just as a reminder, I'm going to I'm going to go, but listen. I'm very grateful for people who come on to this show and are participating and commenting and things like that. I'm very grateful for that. But let me remind you guys of why we're doing this show in the first place. This is not where we come just to have a conversation. This is about getting you guys to take action. Okay? This is why I'm here. I'm here to take action to help people change their life. Change is uncomfortable. 
I'm not here to get 80 opinions on why something is hard. If that is you, just keep scrolling away. That's not why we're here. We're here to figure out all the ways that we can live the life that we want. That's why I'm here, to help you do that. In order to do that, you've got to change your way of thinking. You just have to. And you got to cut off this whole, this is hard, I'm struggling here, I can't do that, tried that before, didn't work, what about this? No, you got to cut all that off and start focusing on what you want to do. What is it that you want? And only think about why you can do it. This is why the show exists, to help you get what you want in your life. That takes change, a change of thinking, of the way that you behave, how you act, how you operate, and that's uncomfortable. So you're going to get muted when you come in here and you're not on topic or you're not providing value for people. I'm just letting you know. Okay, I, this is how I run my show. It's very serious. We're talking about people's lives. We're talking about your life. And if you're not providing any value, you're going to get muted and blocked and removed. I'm just letting you guys know that again. Now, for everyone else where you've been providing value and participating, thank you. I really appreciate you guys. All right, now we're going to wrap up because I have to go. Uh, let me get all the way here to the bottom. Thank you for answering my questions. Makes sense. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you for watching me today. I really appreciate you. Yeah, so uh, J J E S S E E N A I. You're going to have to book a call, buddy. Or show up tomorrow and uh, on the show. Yeah. Exactly. Cut out the impossible. You got it, guys. Alrighty. That's the show. Love you guys. Very grateful. Go out there. Be a winner because that's who you really are. Go out there and think your own truth. Uh, go out there and get the things that you want. You can do it. All right. Take care, have a good day, and we'll talk tomorrow. Peace.